You're listening to Abstinence After Sex. This is Bethany, your host of Abstinence After Sex, and I want to thank you for just coming back. Or if this is your first time listening to this podcast, I want to thank you for just clicking and being interested and being curious about what this podcast is about. Today's topic, I was originally going to talk about messing up because I was intentionally ignoring the voice of God um, after claiming that I was abstinent. And y'all, I went through this whole phase, but it was a necessary phase. And I felt guilty after having sex, um, after claiming that I was abstinent. Like I even cried, like I made my boyfriend feel weird. It was just a whole, <laughs> a whole crazy experience. And I questioned if this was what I was supposed to do. If God really called me to talk about being abstinent, to be abstinent, because I just kept messing up. I kept, like, trying to be slick and having oral sex instead of real sex, like, and in the back of my mind, I still felt guilty because I was trying to outsmart God. I was going to talk about messing up, but then the Holy Spirit was like, Bethany, that's cool, yeah. You can talk about messing up. You can give people steps on, like, how not to mess up and stuff. And I probably will still have that podcast. But this podcast is going to be talking about um, the why, like, the underlying reason. Because if you don't fix the the base of it, if you don't fix the roots of it, it's not going to matter. Because the roots, the base of it, the outside looks nice, yes. Oh, you figured out you were messing up. You figured out some steps not to mess up. But you don't know why you're messing up. And there's a reason behind every last thing that you do. Every last thing that you do. So I had to figure out why. And in my process of figuring out why, I stayed close to God. And I read the Bible. Like, I read, like, I got deep into the Word. And if we're not careful, we'll read, we'll get fed the romantic side of the Bible. So we'll get fed the romantic side of, like, the characters. Like, how Moses was so great. And, like, we read about David. We read about Noah. We read about just all these great people in the Bible. But what we aren't told is the reality. Moses was a murderer. And Moses stuttered a lot. But not that many people know that about him because we don't really read the Bible. We just think, oh, yeah, Moses was the guy that, that freed all the people. And we don't we don't get the underlying fact that Moses wasn't perfect. David, the guy that was after God's own heart, David was a murderer, too. And he was an adulterer. Like, David was really out here. David slept with um, a man's wife. He got the wife pregnant. And then he sent the man off to war so he could be killed. (laughs) Y'all. Like, the people in the Bible are, like, cutthroat. They're really not perfect. They're crazy. But God still used them. And it's important that you know that. Like, even though you mess up, 
And it's important. I had to tell this to myself, too, because I just I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to continue to do this because I was tired of messing up. And I felt like I can't help people be abstinent. I can't help people do this if I'm not even if I can't even do it myself. But I have I had to realize that God doesn't use people that are perfect. He doesn't use people that like got it all together. He used people that are willing, because if you have it all together, then what's the point of him even being in the situation? Right. Like you, you don't need God if if you're perfect. After I figured out, like, I don't have to be perfect, I had to figure out why. Like, why was I messing up? And the reason why I kept messing up was because I didn't really trust God. And, yeah, it's kind of crazy because, yeah, I'm a PK. Like, PK is preacher's kid, if you don't know that. I'm a PK. Like, I was raised in the church, but I didn't really trust God. And I didn't trust God because I didn't have an intimate relationship with God. I want to make sure that you understand that this podcast is not about, um, we're not going to romanticize anything. We're going to be real. A lot of people, we like to get spiritual and we like to get religious and talk about some, oh yeah, we're going to have an intimate relationship with God. But we don't know, like in the back of our minds, we're like, how? Like, how am I going to have a relationship with somebody I don't even see? How am I going to have a relationship with somebody I can't touch, I can't feel, I can't even hear them? And I was like that too, because my love language is touch. And if you don't know about love languages, child, I need you to go look it up. I need you to, after this podcast, after you listen, just go look it up what a love language is but my love language was touch is touch not was my love language is touch which means that I need in order to feel loved I need somebody to like hug me like if I'm in an intimate relationship or even if like my mom or something in order for me to feel like you love me I need you to hug me I need you to like kiss me or something I just need to feel your presence so it was hard for me to um, form a relationship or have an intimate relationship with God because I can't physically touch him like I that's the bottom line like I couldn't physically feel God like he can't sit down and like hold my hand so it was really really hard for me to to say like people would tell me like but you're raised in the church I'm sorry y'all I'm just really emotional Bethany (laughs) I'm gonna get through this without crying y'all I'm getting through this without crying if you know me you know I'm emotional but when you're raised in the church people tell you oh God loves you God God cares about you and stuff and God is always there and if you're like me if your love language is touch, you're like, I, but I can't feel it. You telling me God is there, but I can't see him. I can't feel it. And that's where faith comes in. So it's going to take a lot of faith. But um, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So in order for me to um, actually feel God and feel his presence, I had to read his word. And I'll get into more practical steps of like what I actually did or like what you can actually do. So I'm going to give you some practical steps on creating that relationship with God. Practical meaning like you can do these steps tomorrow, today, tonight, right now after you finish listening to this podcast and after you looked up love languages. (laughs) We're also going to discover how God feels about you, like how he really feels about you. A lot of people don't really know that God loves them so much. Like God loves you so much. 
and you hear me saying it and you're like yeah that's nice but baby I need you to understand so we're going to discover how he feels about you and then you're going to shift your belief system about obedience you're going to shift the um, belief system about what obedience is and why it's the key to getting all of the blessings that God has for you so our main scripture for this show is James 4, 8, and I'm reading from the NIV version. Um, so it says, come near to God and God will come near to you. That's the main part that I'm focusing on. I'm going to read the whole verse, but it's like really intense. So don't judge me. This is the Bible. The Bible is really intense. <laughs> so it says, come near to God and God will come near to you. Wash your hands, sinner. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. But we're, yeah, it's really intense. But we're going to focus on part A of that scripture. So it says, come near to God and God will come near to you. We like to think about our relationship with God as something that's like, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to have five, 12 steps to get in near to God. No, it's very simple. If you, if with any relationship, the closer you are to that person, the closer they're going to get to you. It's very practical. Every time I kept messing up, it wasn't on God, it was on me. Because the Holy Spirit would tell me, oh, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't be like, I shouldn't do this. I should stop right now. That was the holy, that was God's part. My part was listening. My God, my part was actually using my free will to listen to what the Holy Spirit said to me. And that's your part too. Like you can't expect God. God is not a forceful God. He's not going to just smack you in the face and say, Hey, you need to stop this now. It's a choice. It's a two way relationship. So James four, eight, Come near to God and God will come near to you. It's a two-way relationship. So we're going to talk about how to just start this relationship, start this intimate relationship with God. With any relationship, you have to spend time with that person in order to get to know them, right? Like you don't have a relation, you don't have an intimate relationship with somebody that you don't, that you did not spend time getting to know, especially in a romantic relationship. Like we'll be up all night talking to somebody, like we'll be texting back and forth. We'd be all happy. Like, oh, I can't wait to see him. Like, like tell me everything about you. Tell me about your mom, your dad, your kids. Your Like we want to know everything. So let's do the same thing with God. And I want you to be practical because, like, you're like, okay, we're going to do the same thing. But how do you do that? And you do that by reading the Bible every day. You do that by um, watching a sermon on YouTube. I do that a lot. You do that by um, picking out a devotional on the Bible app. Like, it's so many ways. You do that by um, listening to, like, podcasts that are, like, scripture-based. Like, you do that. You can do that in multiple ways. But it's important that you um, try to get God's word in at least once a day. I mean, I would like more than once a day. But to start you off, try to get into God's word at least once a day. And I know your first reaction is like, Bethany, I can't, I can't read the Bible. It's boring. I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> I understand. Um... The Bible can sometimes feel like you're reading Shakespeare, but um, 
it's just important that you just some way, some shape, some form, get God's word into your life. So you know how they say you are what you eat? So you are what you eat, you are what you listen to, you are what you watch, you are the games that you play, you are the content that you scroll through daily. And if you don't monitor what you're taking in, you're not going to get the results that you really want. Your subconscious is like really, really important. Like my boyfriend, he laughs at me because at nighttime I play um, this recording it's like an hour-long recording of, like, positive affirmations, and I play it for Olivia at night. And I do that, like, he laughs at me, but I do that because I know that the subconscious is, like, really important. The subcon- Your subconscious is, like, shaping your mind. It affects the way that you make choices, and I can't be with her everywhere for the rest of her life. I can't keep her for the rest of her life, but... I am going to make sure that the voice that's inside of her, the um, like the voice that we hear, like the your mind, the things that you think of, I am going to make sure that that mind that she has is always going to support her. She's always going to believe in herself and she's always going to trust her choices, no matter what the outcome is, no matter if she fails, no matter if she succeeds. She's always going to trust herself and she's always going to feel positive about herself because it's in her subconscious to just be that way um and the bible says i can't remember the verse right now (laughs) but the bible says as a man thinketh so is he which means every thought that you have that's creating your reality so you have to monitor your intake we like to think that every part of our body except for our mind gets affected by outside sources like, we don't see the problem in listening to any kind of music. We don't see the problem in watching any kind of TV show on a constant basis because it's just TV. It's just music. It's just, like, I'm just scrolling. I'm just scrolling. Yeah, it don't really matter. But it does. I like to think about it like eating a cupcake. So, like, you eat a cupcake. You're not going to get fat right then, right? You're not, you're not about to blow up. But if you eat a cupcake... For the next 90 days, straight on, just keep eating cupcakes every day for the next 90 days, you're going to be fat. (laughs) You're going to see some effects. So I'm not saying that you can't listen to Cardi B, because I do, especially when I'm in the gym. (laughs) But it's important that you monitor the intake. I make sure that I don't put in... um, that type of music or I don't even watch TV first off but um I don't put that type of music in my life more than I put in God's word or gospel music or stuff like that or stuff that's going to inspire me it doesn't even have to be about God it can be like self-development and stuff like that but I make sure that I put more into me that's going to help me in life than stuff that's just going to have me out of my mind and thinking about stuff that's not even going to matter in five years so how does that relate to me forming a relationship with God so just like I said beforehand it's your daily intake you have to yes you okay so you can say oh yeah Bethany I read my scripture today but how much how much ratchet show did you watch over reading that one scripture we put in 10 minutes for God and expect him to work like crazy miracles he can but Come on, you guys. If you spend 10 minutes at a job, do you think you're going to get your hourly rate? No. You're going to get what you put in. You're going to get 10 cents for spending 10 minutes at work. So why do you think it's any different from God? 
the more that you put in, the more that you're going to get out. So the more ratchet shows you watch, that's how much, that's more ratchet stuff that's going to come in your life. And you might not see it right now, but it's going to, it's shaping your mind every day. The TV that you watch is shaping your mind every day. The music that you listen to is shaping your mind every day. <sighs> Monitoring your intake is so important because it's it's not just reading a scripture once a day. It's putting more God in your life than anything else. The final step is to find a prayer partner or just a partner that's trying to form a relationship with God too. Um, and this is something that I'm having, I don't want to say trouble. It's just like, it's a challenge for me because, um, I was raised to be independent and we're all raised, like society tells us, oh, we got to do it ourselves and stuff. So a lot of us on this spiritual journey, we like to do stuff alone and it's hard when you're alone because you don't have anybody to lean on, especially in hard times. And I'm so blessed to be in a, um, I guess a group or whatever of females of women in my church that's in my same age range and we text back and forth like we have like a little group message and we have meetings um like once a month but it's important to me like and I can text them and like hey y'all I'm not feeling I'm not feeling good today or they text in the group message oh can somebody pray for me finding a prayer partner finding somebody that can keep you accountable of um reading the word every day going to um sunday school doing whatever it is that you need to do um that's so important because we can make goals this and this is with anything not just being abstinent we can make goals and then not even do it because we don't have somebody holding us accountable those are the three steps to keeping an intimate relationship with god the first step was to have a daily connection the second step was to be aware of your intake, which means more God than ratchetness. <laughs> and then the third step was to find somebody to keep you accountable to do the two things that you need to do, to the two steps beforehand. It's so simple. Let's talk about how God loves you. Let me make this clear that I'm not choosing to obey God and I'm not choosing to be abstinent so that he can love me. If you're not careful, and if you don't already know how much God loves you and how he loves you unconditionally, you'll do stuff. So you'll go to church, you'll, um, you won't gamble, you won't smoke, you won't do this and that. Because you, in, in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I need to do this in order for God to love me. So I want you to know that... Choosing to be abstinent won't make God love you more. Like, God doesn't love me more because I'm abstinent. He doesn't love me more than you because I'm abstinent. He loves us equally and unconditionally. And he loves us that way because we are his children. And it's probably hard to understand because we live in a world based off of behavioral, behavioral, I think that's the word, behavioral love <laughs> and conditional love. So behavioral love is... I love you because dot, dot, dot. So I love you because you make me feel good. I love you because I can hold a conversation with you. I love you because you help me with my card. You help me with groceries. You do this. You spend time with me. Like, I love you because you do something. So that's behavioral love. And then conditional love 
is like I love you until dot 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 so I love you until you lie to me I love you until you cheat on me I love you until you flirt with somebody else like I love you until we have an argument and we can't figure out how to solve it so that's conditional love and so we make the mistake to in thinking that because everybody else loves us that way that God loves us that way so God is only going to love me if I be abstinent. God is only going to love me if I tithe. God is only going to love me if I dot, dot, dot. Or God loves me until I stop reading the Bible. Or God loves me until I, like, murder somebody or something. Like, God's love is unconditional. Yes, I said murder. Yes, that's wrong in our book. But if you, like, God loves us unconditionally. Like, it's so ridiculous. And it's it's so hard to wrap our minds around it. Like, how somebody would love us in spite of everything. But he does. And it's hard to... um to understand that if you don't do the steps (laughs) so in some of the steps like in some of the scriptures that you read daily read some of the promises that he has for you like it's so important that you remind yourself daily because if you don't then you'll get trapped in behavioral love or conditional love and that's not how God loves us God loves us unconditionally so we're going to talk about obedience (laughs) And I hear you saying, I hear the smart people out there saying, okay, well, if God love me unconditionally, then I, I can be out here doing whatever. Like, what's the point? What's the point of me even doing what God says? If he, he gonna love me anyway, he gonna love me anyway, girl, I don't care. I can do whatever I want. And <laughs> yes, yes, you can. Um, Yeah, you can do whatever you want. And God is still gonna love you. But obedience is the key for you getting all of the blessings that you want so yes God is still going to love you he's still going to love you unconditionally but he can't give you what he wants to give you if you're not obeying him so think of it like I like to um I clarify it in my mind for like me and Olivia and I feel like sometimes God gave me Olivia so that I can understand my relationship with him so Olivia could want like a popsicle or something she could want she could want something to eat or something like not something to eat. I'm not gonna start my child but she could want a toy and like I already bought the toy and stuff and I asked her to clean her room or put something away and she's like no I don't want to put it away no I don't want to do this I don't want to do that I just want my toy Olivia can cry and scream and do all this stuff, but she's not getting that toy until she does what I said. Like she's not because if I because if I give her the toy even without her obeying what I said, even without her doing what I said, then that's conditioning in her mind that she can do whatever she wants and she can live however she wants and it be okay. And when she leaves this house, there's rules like she can't murder somebody. I'm, I know I'm going to the extreme, but she can't steal from somebody <laughs> and not be persecuted for it. So as a parent, it's important for me to teach her that lesson that in order for you to get the gifts that you want, the toys that you want, the stuff that you want, you need to listen to what mommy says. And that's the same thing with God. You could want God, I want this house. God, I want this. I want that. God, please take me out of this relationship. God, please talk to me. But have you done the last thing that he asked you to do? 
For some people, you don't know what God asked you to do, and that's okay. By using the steps that I gave you, so reading, daily intake and monitoring your intake, daily connection and then monitoring your intake, eventually you will hear the voice of God and you will be able to differentiate the, (laughs) you ever be able to decipher (laughs) which voice is the voice of God and which voice is not. Me personally, like it's a lot of things that I want God to do for me and that I know that he will do it and he's waiting to give it to me. But I, he asked me to be abstinent. He asked me to do this show. And I'm not getting anything until I do what he says. Now, like, that doesn't mean he doesn't love me. Like, if Olivia doesn't do do what I say, I'm not kicking her out in the street. She's not out here running wild with the cats and dogs. Like, she still has a bed to sleep in. She still has food to eat. Like, she's still loved. She just can't get the toy. And God loves you. You're still going to be in his protection You just can't get the blessing that you want. So, yes, God loved you unconditionally. Yes, we can do whatever we want. We have free will. That's the great thing about God. But in order to get what you're praying for, like you've you've probably been tithing, going to church, lifting your arms, crying and stuff and wondering, God, why, why? And I did the same thing. Like, why is this not, why is it not working? 1 Samuel 15, 22 says, But Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. So this means that God prefers obedience over sacrifice like he prefers you to listen to what he says over you going tithing going to church wearing your best church hat like doing all this crazy stuff god does not care about that like yes it's nice but he would rather you listen to him so on a practical note because a lot of people we like to say oh yes i just want god to love us but no boo you want stuff you want stuff from god so let's let's just be real in order to get what you want from god you have to obey him You have to be in a relationship with him. You have to spend time with him. Eventually, God will change your heart. And he knows, like, God's not stupid. Like, he knows you're you're in his church. Like, he knows you're you're next to him because he you want stuff from him. And that's cool. But like, and God's so confident in himself because he knows, like, okay, come on, do what I say. But I know I'll change your heart. I know I'll change what you really want. As long as you stay in me. So, let's be practical. Let's be real. In order to get what you want, you have to obey God. If you're not obeying God, there's a reason behind it. And the reason is because you do not trust him. You do not feel like he's going to give you... He's The benefits of you listening to him is going to give you what you want. And the reason that you feel like that is because you do not have an intimate relationship with God. And I gave you the steps the steps on how to have an intimate relationship with God, which is take in his word daily and monitor your intake and then get a prayer partner or get somebody to hold you accountable. I just really just want you to get this. Like, I really want you to just, it's so simple and we like to complicate things and it's not complicated at all. 
it's not easy. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take you to like check yourself and stay away from stuff that you like because our our minds we're addicted to stuff like that we're addicted to ratchet music we're addicted to crazy shows we're addicted to getting what we want out of pleasure like i love sex and it's crazy because the boy the my boyfriend now like like child god chose for me to be asking and chose to speak to my heart when the sex actually got good so i'm charging you to choose Either be in an intimate relationship with God and get what you want, or don't. But you can't live in lim- you can't live in limbo. You can't do both. You can't complain that God isn't doing anything and you're not doing anything for God. So choose which one you want to do. I love you so much. I want you to know how much you're loved. I want you to know how much God loves you. And I pray that you come back for another show. <laughs> this was really real. This is really uncut. Um, but I know you needed this. You needed this in your spirit. And you can rewind this and play it back so that you can hear it again. Write down the steps. It's important that you write these down. I'm going to pray for you. All right, let's pray. God, we thank you for... Loving this woman that's listening to this podcast, God, I pray that your Holy Spirit will touch her heart, tug at her heart. Even if she hasn't chosen to be abstinent right now, God, I ask that you just continue to tug at her heart to want to get to know you better, to read your word every day, to listen to your word every day, so that eventually spending time with you, you'll change her because we know that you will. And we thank you so much for just loving us in spite of everything, for loving us unconditionally. Um, yeah, let me just thank you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. All right. I'll see you for the next show. Bye.